loaded Everybody rolls with their fingers crossed Everybody knows Yeah, same here. Try not. Do or do not. Do or try. I got my life lessons. That all you got from that movie? Well, that and your dad will cut off your right hand if he catches you with your lightsaber. <laughs> masturbating? Is that what you're saying? When he catches you masturbating? No, I said lightsaber! Shut up, Todd! I hate you so much! <laughs> Good day, everybody. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Geek Shock number 81. Never fails. I am Master Torgo. I am Dr. Vlarg. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Michael the Just, or just Michael the Just. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Just Michael the Just. And Deb. Yeah. Oh, hey, everybody's here. This is great. Okay, hey. I want to change mine to Commander K the Commander. I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. I can make that happen. Okay. I have the power. All right. The technology. Leave my life. We can rebuild you. Can so. Be, can I be super Dr. Vlark? You can't. <laughs> what did you do geeky this week, my friends? Dude, you know what I did geeky I this week. I know what week. you did, but they don't know. <laughs> Go ahead and fill, oh. fill us in. Played How to Host a Murder. Uh, that's that that old game, right? Oh, yeah, they are kind of old, aren't they? Yeah, they've been around since oh, I would say at least twenty years. Is that yeah. geeky? Yeah, I have it's the Star Trek: The Next Generation is it geeky? one. It's geeky the way we did it. Yes, We've been looking for the Star Trek: The, the Next Generation it. one for years, and now you tell me you have it. Well, <laughs> dude, it's in the storage unit. It's out of sight, out of mind. Take that shit out. Put on your costume. Right. And let's wait a go. minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! We're not recording this in the storage unit as we speak. No. <laughs> All that Not you that see here know. pales in comparison to the storage unit. Oh, my God. Oh, you'll have to do an echo effect on that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, watch me. <laughs> Torgo just rolled his eyes when he said that, too. Yeah, a bunch of people in, in Roman costumes playing parts of the game. It's, that, that's geeky. That's and fun. don't forget the four-minute orgy soundtrack. Yes. Oh, here we go. Uh-huh. That's another story. You can write to us. God, that even it. piqued Heather's interest. That was that <laughs> the rest of the version was interested. What the hell? Yeah. Well, Heather was actually very. She was acting very demure, demure because she was supposed to. Yeah, yeah. she, she did was a great the, job. She with was that. the Vestal Virgin. She yeah. was. Yes, and it's not like Heather is quiet usually. No, you did a good job playing a haughty bitch. Thank you. Anyone want to take that one? Because if I take it, I'm not getting much sleep tonight. I didn't open it. I'm not taking it. Uh (laughs) Pandora's box is shut. We did, however, Barry found something online that uh, would help it, I think, just go that little bit better. Give everybody their booklets except for the resolution page. Okay. A little bit in advance, so that way they can better be in character. They can read all of the information about their character, and that way when they show up, they kind of know a little bit more mm-hmm. about what's going on. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I think that would be really well. Helpful. Also, just knowing how it's done now, because I, yeah. I misread my first section, and uh, it, it's first thing it says is "Do not reveal this information." So I read both pages: the first page, which says "Do not reveal," <laughs> and then the second page, "You're supposed to reveal." And we got to round two, and Barry's like, "Cursing, come here." You're supposed to talk about this, and he hands me a piece of paper for a clue, and I'm like. Oh, and then I look through my book, and I'm like, oh, 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 oh! I got three things to talk about. <laughs> oh, oh. And that's when you went on your marvelous soliloquy. Yes, yeah. I did. <laughs> <clears throat> um, totally interrupting. Sorry. Quick shout out to my cousin-in-law Kyle and my cousin uh, Susie in Glasgow for the Buckfast. Oonga, which awesome. you will see in an upcoming uh, yes. Ugly Couch show. Which Barry didn't so much like, but now that he's had half the bottle, he's, he's liking very much. I have not had half the bottle. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I had like a couple glasses. Yeah, watch for that one in March, folks. Then why is the bottle <laughs> always empty? I don't know. Someone drank Keep it. Keep in mind you are driving. You're driving now. Mm-hmm. It's plenty of caffeine. He'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> like right up. 
Who else can only enhance the effects of the alcohol? Who else did geeky like? shit this uh Oh, I this did week. something geeky. What'd you do? You today, did today? Sci-Fi Channel. Green Hornet Marathon. Oh, really? No. Yeah. No. I, did, I did two With Bruce episodes. Lee. Well, wow. not the original, but yeah. the Bruce Lee. And, the cheesy uh, stuff you like. Uh, you know what? What's that? There, there, there apparently are limitations even to the, the, the cheese <laughs> of Commander K. Seriously? That yeah. a little too much? Well, this puppy, I mean, you want to talk about shoestring budget. Um, I think all of the budget was in the car. Seriously, <laughs> and uh, I mean, because everything else was so generic. When I mean, was that original filmed? Uh, hmm. When was that made? That was original? it was contemporary with uh, the Batman series. Okay. Yeah, it was like gotcha. it was a pseudo spinoff. Yeah, yeah. William Dozier, the same producer. They did like a couple of crossovers. Yeah, if I and uh, I mean, Batman, the '60s Batman, is positively opulent compared to this puppy. And uh, they didn't have colorful villains or characters. Yeah. It was just uh, Green Hornet against hoods. So, <clears throat> really, I mean, it did its job because it, you know, introduced Bruce Lee to the West and created the cult of the Kato show in the East because that's what they called the Green Hornet. Co the cult of the Kano? No, they called it the Kato show. Oh, the Kato show, okay. Yeah, yeah. Makes it, sense. It was all about him. And uh, that was the thing that convinced him, of course, to maybe start looking at movies and stuff out in Hong Kong. <clears throat> wow. Because uh, because of the popularity of that. So, anybody excited to see the movie? I am. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I I watched a little bit of it when I was a kid. Every once in a while, like when they did the Batman Green Hornet thing. I Those were that. great. The crossovers were great. And Batman the Green I did Hornet watch the universe. Yeah. Uh, on that television station. Oh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. What are it? It depends on what your ratings are running at that week. I'm a big fan of Bruce Lee, so you know I, I kind of. <clears throat> I was a fan of Bruce Lee, and then I found out he did this. You know, then I, I read some of the comics, and I recently picked up uh, Kevin Smith's Green Hornet and read that. How so, was that? I love Kevin Smith's Green Hornet, but I'm kind of biased to Kevin Smith. Okay, I get it. But I'm also kind of curious about uh, <laughs> Seth Rogen's Green Hornet, and I, I just want to see it. I'm just, I don't. I'm not going to watch it 3D. You know, I hate, I'm just I hate curious. Giving, uh, five extra bucks for 3D. I get that. But I'm curious, Michael Gondry as the director. I'd really like to see what he does with a superhero movie. So, yeah, since he's never done anything. Yeah, I'll like see this. it. I'll see it. It's it's. I'm not. I don't have the itch, you know, like say for Thor, the compulsion, or uh, Green Lantern. But gotcha. uh, yeah. Well, another geeky thing I did. Uh, anybody here watch The Cape? I did. Yeah. I actually I did. was going to. How was it? I did. Well, uh, so three of us here. Tell me your DVR. I missed it. It's on the. It's on. It's on the on demand for okay, free that you cool. can watch. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. there. Uh, so thoughts? You like it? You didn't? Thought? Nah. What's what? There were there were good moments that I yeah. I laughed. <laughs> I enjoyed. It seemed like it was campy, to a for for a reason. It was very comic booky. I mean, very like obviously you know same themes that you see in every other you know comic hero style. Like, you know, the, you know, the, you know, great power, great responsibility. Right. You know, one man can make a difference, blah, blah, blah. But did it feel like I, it's going to carry over for an, a good audience? That's my I'm worry. I'm not sure. That's um, my worry. It's, uh, it's, it's, to me, it seems too much like a 90s style superhero TV show. Hmm. That it doesn't and, seem much different in that style. And did it feel to you like it was really too quickly paced like they were trying to get too much done in yeah. too short amount of they time. skipped scenes yeah that, i mean it's like whoa where, we, we got to hear already how long what? was it oh, they did do that they yeah. compiled they two, two episodes yeah. two episodes 
uh, two one-hour episodes back-to-back, basically. Oh, so it was two and hours. the training montage lasted all of like 30 seconds. <laughs> <clears throat> That's was, efficient training. Yeah, he was ready to go. <laughs> I think you're ready now. I was like, wait, what? And can, yeah. I, can we not <laughs> have... Can we not have that mentor line anymore, yeah. please? And in, in, in all these, you are ready now. I want, I want the whole. Nah, I and really, I, I, I don't, there. I don't, I don't. I gotta go. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I'm not responsible. This and one really needs like... more time to cook. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, but and that was the thing that pissed me off because, like, the very beginning of the second episode, he's like, "You're not ready. I'm keeping the cave." It's like, what? Wait, where? Yeah. You you just told him he was ready. You released him out onto the world. Well, there's a difference between a pilot and then the first That's episode right. that they uh, get to yes. film. Okay. I can't yeah. help it if Frank Darabont fired all the writers and their new writers <laughs> writing this episode. You're not ready. <laughs> and, and I do like Keith David. So, I, I mean, love him. Yeah. I love him. The yeah. man's. It, you, you know what I would like to see? I didn't see it. I, I, I wasn't home when it was on. But uh, Oh, no, no, wait a minute. What was uh, I was watching Californication. That's it was a great show. Yeah, yeah, I love that show. I was watching so it. much fun. So glad so, it's So um, I, uh, I would like a, a superhero show where the, the guy does incredible stuff and everything, but doesn't adopt any kind of a persona. You know, he doesn't mask up or become the masked Marvel or, you know, he so, just goes so out and solves But the villains are all, just like in what I oh, saw okay. advertised in the cape, you know, the villains can be kind of twisted like that. Right. So this guy could be running around and he said, where are all these twisted freaks coming from? And, it's, <laughs> and he's like just an exceptional human being who's going up against these really over-the-top twisted freaks. You're real close to describing Hancock there for a second. Yeah, I know. I was going to say that, too. Oh, uh, well, yeah, but no, just just close. Right. Nothing supernatural about it. Well, I still think I would have liked the original Hancock as the original yeah. R-rated version that was <laughs> submitted before I got duped down to the family-friendly awful oh, movie we got. <clears throat> it wasn't even that family-friendly of a movie. No, it wasn't. Uh, this week I also watched uh, Jeff Eat Crab. Which was very enjoyable. Yeah, he has picture. Yes, we saw the picture. Yeah, we, with his bib and everything. We, we yes. found this place called Crab Corner. It's a Maryland seafood house, the kind where they give you a mallet and full crabs. Oh, we have one of those now. It's on the corner here in Las Vegas of Eastern and Flamingo. Really? And it's a great little place. It is. Yeah. I can't eat the full crab. All like stuff inside. There. It, 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 it took some getting bad. used to. What do you do? I don't know how to eat it. The, the, they taught you know us how. The guy taught us. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He sat down with us, pull, he cooked up an extra crab for himself, and then like took us through the whole Oh, that's shebang. a fucking job. Wow. You gotta get, <laughs> for those restaurants, before they get popular, you gotta get there early, yeah, like really. you guys did. Yeah. Not early in the day, early in their lifespan, and talk with the owner and have him do that, because Adam at the Freaking Frog yeah. uh, did that for us. Uh, made us all like dinner, put out a bunch of beers, and taught us all about beers. That's why I'm a beer snob. Yeah. He's, not, he's never there anymore. Right, and that place is popular. so friggin' busy. And you yeah. know what else? We got our pictures taken for the paper. Oh, yeah. We Son of a bitch! The newspaper <laughs> photos. Like, full-on, like... So is it brand new, crab. Huh? Is it brand new? Yeah. Yeah, it it's, is. It's fairly new. I mean, I it, I think maybe it's been open a couple of months. <clears throat> wow. Ooh, maybe go. three, four. You like Tops. crab? I like crab legs. I yeah. don't like actually looking the at the full well, animal and smashing it to pieces. And they bring their stuff in fresh. They uh, They kill it before you eat it. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's well, live so. before they cook it. They cook it right. Do I get the like name one? Uh, no. You could you could if you wanted to. I mean, it's not going to hurt. I name you to I mean, it's, already it's, dead. it's very messy for anybody that's like has never that is a neat freak. It's definitely not for you. Oh yeah. But it is definitely a total social 
um, situation thing. Like, is if you have because they sell the the crab by like the dozen or the half dozen. So what you do is you basically go there with a bunch of people, order a couple dozen, and they put paper down on the table and everything, and you just kind of go to town. Do they also sell like the king crab legs and stuff as well? Uh, yeah, they did have that. I, okay, snow I crab, did see king crab, stuff like Ooh, that. See, those would be but, good. But they specialize in blue crab. But the, I just don't like working so much for my food. I like to be able to. It's know, not that eat. bad once you learn how to do it, and there are little techniques right. to and doing if, it. I got a technique. Us. I got a technique. It's called pay for your food and have it brought out to you on a plate, and you can fucking. And eat if it. that's the way you want to live, they also have they make the crab cakes. Great crab cakes. I had some. And, yes. And they also said they have a version where they kind of do it all for you. Yeah. And serve it to you on the shelf. Oh, oh there you go. That's kind of nice. What's this place called that. again? Uh, crab corner. Crab corner. Crab corner. Eastern and Flamingo, yeah. eh? Nice. So, yeah, if you're into that whole Eastern Seaboard Crab House, we got one. No yeah, one yeah, pays yeah. us for these plugs, people. We're yeah. just, we just tell you what genuine. we like. So, yeah. so good job, guys. Cool. Love your stuff. Oh, and I did finally get to see Tron Legacy. What'd and? You what'd you think? Uh, you know, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't certainly, you know, anything spectacular. I really enjoyed the visuals. I will say, though, um, and Torgo and I were talking about this last week right after I saw it. The 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 vectors the virtual actors now vectors really yeah, that's, really it's that's a technical term that is actually in many of the magazines I I read my trade yeah, magazines like videography oh jeez so our forth. viewers are missing Barry's face of incredible impress impressiveness <laughs> Barry just purports to be a professional he just he's not really he's really uh, a professional he's just a vector but uh, I there were a few scenes in there where I was like wow that is really convincing so you know. To make an evolutionary joke, They're, we're not quite on the shore yet, but we're we're wading in the shallow end of the of the pool with this, with yeah. the it's being coming. able to. It's reproduce. a good step forward. Yeah, yeah. that's just hope I mean, nobody pees. It's 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 shallow end right on the cusp. Uh, you know what? We'll do to evolution. Pool joke. Ha! <laughs> you know, one thing about it that that have you seen, Tron? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here we go. One it's thing Tron. about it that bugged me yeah. was. Uh, Michael Sheen's bit really that started getting a little matrixy. Yeah, you know, and I I don't know. Okay, are you guys doing a like homage, a little tip of the hat to Matrix, or has this suddenly become so ingrown in the culture, people now they can't even write a story about a virtual world without having having a Matrix comparison? Well, even yeah, well, the well, Matrix is sort of an homage to Tron. You know, the you know you're being taken into a virtual world, and you're. Oh not no no no! no I'm not it. talking about that. I'm talking about the club. Yeah. Yeah. Going to the club because yeah. it was I mean, original Tron had no club. No. Well, sure. So you know, and now granted, I know even 20, as I say this, I know to... that there are, there are other. I mean, Snow Crash, which is one of the seminal cyberpunk works, uh, actually oh, yeah. had a had a whole nightclub. Um, hub to it but still original tron that was that was way far and away yeah if you wanted to drink man you just drank it out of that river that energy river yeah the energy <laughs> river yeah mm. use your identity <clears throat> disc to scoop and it now up. they're selling it to people man consumerism in tron write your thesis we <laughs> had some <laughs> just we had some at disneyland some some energy river yes yeah, we, did. we did it also came with vodka <laughs> and but of glasses course that did. glowed. Barry would have it no other way. <laughs> the glasses glowed. That's yeah. cool. That's pretty cool. Right. And they had an end of the line. Oh, club you know, too. great. The the word Vactor doesn't impress you, but glowing glasses at Disneyland. Vodka. <laughs> 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 He's a simple man. What's in the news, man? <laughs> <laughs> 
What's this? Give me some news. Well, first I'm going to give you news you don't give a shit about. Oh, anyway. man. That's what you get. <laughs> well, okay, let's do this. Uh, it's been a while since uh, there's been any talk about the musical version of Fight Club. But uh, what goes around, come around. The volume just gone up and it's being discussed again from Badass Digest. Oh, we learned that David no. Fincher has recently been discussing plans for the show with Trent Reznor. They what? got this information secondhand, having heard it from Akiro Kitamura, the man who played the front of the human centipede, who last night attended a SAG screening <sighs> of The Social Network and Q&A with Fincher, and that's where the director revealed that he and Reznor have been having discussions. Oh, man. Okay, Reznor's involved, and proxy for Paul. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was thinking. Ooh, it's going to be awesome. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about that. I'm still soured by Turn Off the Dark. And yeah. Obviously. Yeah, well, who isn't on that one? Yeah, and that's all That's all Reznor's fault. <laughs> Reznor What's the matter fault? with you? I'm saying Re- Reznor has a chance of making that good. It'll be interesting. I'd be yeah. glad, to, glad to see it if just that does. does. But It'll the whole theme and topic of Fight Club, to me, does not fit the <laughs> musical <laughs> theater <laughs> genre. Oh, come on. Is, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can well, easily that's see a, a, a musical <laughs> about You know the that. finale song is going to be called What Have I Done? <laughs> mm-hmm. News you don't give a shit about. In a feature published in the Wall Street Journal and on WallStreetJournal.com, technology editor Daniel Dumas, I just really want to call him dumbass, dumbass. for this, yeah, <laughs> compiled a list of titles from 2010, quote, that existed under the surface of hype but still delivered hours of fresh action for gaming pro and rookie alike, unquote. That's a long list title. Oh, wait. Though the attempt to bring the mainstream attention to Hidden Gems of 2010, it's a noble endeavor. The uh, games that are mentioned in the article may raise a couple of eyebrows because uh, of more well-informed consumers. Games that are referred to by Dumas as having existed under the surface of hype include low-profile titles like Fallout New Vegas, the Never. second best title, selling title of October 2010. Uh, God of War 3. Okay, which is that also sleeper, very large. Very popular. Best selling title of March 2010. <laughs> Mass Effect 2. Never heard of that one. Second best selling title of January 2010. And Gran Turismo 5. Okay, where does this guy live? Uh, well, he works oh, for the Wall Street Journal. Obviously, uh, Wall Street high up Journal. on the tech shit. Well. So I assume they need more GameStops on Wall Street. Now, <laughs> other titles included on the list are Dance Central, Super Street Fighter 4, GoldenEye 007, Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2, and the most recent installment of Tiger Woods' PGA Tour okay. franchise. All of wow. those are extremely popular games. Yeah. This guy's an idiot. He should leave it to the pros, like the guys from Ugly wow. Show. So I think he needs a... He needs the phrase under the radar defined. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he does. If anyone can well, find this article, please comment on there saying, dude, you should just stop what you're doing. Well, what it sounds oh, like I'm is sure. his couch show has been doing this for years. I'm sure that shit's been <laughs> trolled. It sounds like his boss came to him and said, um, I think we should do an article about something regarding uh, games. Uh, I know you don't really play them and you probably know nothing about it, but can you do that for me? Thanks. I hear them yeah. video games are popular these days. Why don't you write an article about ones you haven't heard about, Jim? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kind of Sorry. makes you wonder, though, uh, if the Tiger Woods game has a, uh, a feature where you can hide oh, your mistresses really? from each other. Right. Really? <laughs> yeah. This is where we're going. Well, there's the Wii yeah. version where your girlfriend gets to hit you with a golf club. 
<laughs> okay. Smack your right. avatar. We just do Tiger Woods Sims version. But only if you have Wiimote Plus. <laughs> oh, okay. You have to have that accurate. That, that one-to-one accuracy. Yeah. Oh, that one, yeah. That, well, that was kind of under Sims. the radar. You know there's only one reason people play Sims now, is just to make their characters have sex. Maybe that's why you play Sims. I don't play Sims. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why do you play Sims? It's holier than thou. I don't play Sims. You right. do. I don't play Sims. I don't play Sims. You do. <laughs> you. No, you. No, you. No, you. No, you. You play Sims. News you don't give a shit about. First, the good news. Legendary Pictures has announced that Gareth Edwards, the guy who directed the low-budget but well-received alien monster flick Monsters, has been hired to direct the new American Godzilla movie. Bad news, they are making another Godzilla movie in America. Why are they making another Godzilla movie? Didn't Matthew Roderick yeah, so really fuck like, it up enough? Yeah. So apparently they're given another go. Is it going straight to DVD? My guess is their option is running out. One can only hope mm. it goes straight to DVD. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so, but I really? will say that director, I hear great things about him. This movie, Monster, huge buzz. I'm very anxious to see it. So maybe in his hands, it could be a good thing. But of course, he won't have directorial full control, so it's going to go to shit. The studio's going to get involved, yeah. and yeah, oh, yeah. they always do. Because he's not used done, to spending that much money, and they're not going to just give him all that money right away. Nope. They're going to keep control over it. So. So you know what? There's a percentage chance it might turn out some awesome shit. Till then, I'll wait for the initial reviews. Mm. <clears throat> Cautiously optimistic. All right. If you want to give it that. And finally, news you don't give a shit about, Archie Comics. That's all I got to really say. Oh, <laughs> I used to read Archie Comics okay. back in the day. All right. If you're feeling justified, yes. Archie Comics has announced the new character, Justin Beaver. Enough said. Oh, my God. No, you're right. I don't care. Are you kidding me? I don't care. Not at all. And yes, he is a beaver. That sings... For 15-year-olds. Is and, he getting paid? And has sex with 18-year-olds, apparently. Oh, yeah. Did you notice on the cape last night, the, the kid that's his son had the whole Bieber cut thing going on there? And I was like, really? No, I didn't. I'm glad you noticed, though. I knew it. All the single moms that I work with during the day cannot stop talking about this kid. I just want to grab him and say, shut up. I don't even wow. know what he... I, can, I barely Literally. know what he looks like, so I couldn't even... God. <laughs> what, what, what they have of... pictures of him on their phone like literally they're like oh my god doesn't he look so cute and I'm like just stop it really seriously stop it right now there is far too much estrogen in 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 the shifts that I've been working lately there's like me and all these single moms oh, that's a lot of estrogen I, 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 there are times I want to bash my head against the wall you don't want to work in my restaurant there's two men on the entire staff oh <laughs> fun Sounds awesome. Oh, you'd be the well, except man. for the whole kitchen staff, of course, but servers, there's only two. <laughs> what kind of a message are we sending to our children mm-hmm. where a comic has a beaver that sings to 15-year-old girls? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, sad days. And that's all the shit news I got. Thank you. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's it. So we're going to end <laughs> on a high note. So here we go. Week in Geek. Okay, it's going to start off kind of paranoid here, guys. Like, the first three are like... Really? This this happened? Okay. Uh-oh. MySpace? Well, okay, this is not so paranoid. MySpace laid off almost 500 of its employees in an attempt to, quote, provide the company with a clear path for sustained growth and profitability. This comes after a major redesign, rebranding, and Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg being named Times Person of the Year. <laughs> in November, MySpace actually started integrating posting with Facebook 
signaling acknowledgement that some of its users were making a transition in their social networking uh, preferences. They're acknowledging Facebook? Yeah, so you can link your MySpace account to Facebook. Okay, I haven't even been on my MySpace page in probably over a year. Sounds about right for me, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Me born that. What? Why? Would that, that's your goddamn fault that 500 people lost their jobs at MySpace. Great job, Deb. Uh huh. Thanks. You too. You too. I'm sure. I have a, I have Send a... your letters and comments to Deb at, at OglyCouchShow.com. Oh, <laughs> I have a uh, friend of mine who's a developer for okay. MySpace, actually. And he was saying, oh, you know, MySpace is really good and all. It's got really good code behind it. And uh, the. The new thing that they did, the new the revamp, really will make it uh, worthwhile to users. He's drinking a Kool Aid because man, yeah. MySpace still sucks. Does it? Well, it's I haven't even I haven't now. been on there, and every once in a while I'll check my email, you know, my my emails and my regular email, and it says someone has friended you on MySpace, and I'm like, God, is my page still active? No, I I don't know. I have a uh, well, I I a creative director for a web design business. And people want social media profiles for their e-commerce websites. Sure. And they always want the Facebook, which is cool. The Twitter, eh, hit and miss. But then they say, oh, and I want a MySpace. And I have to gently say, no, you don't. (laughs) The last I checked, MySpace should have changed their name to Friends with Malicious Code Attached. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, towards the end, the only reason I was using it was for the music. Yeah, because it's that was valid. the one thing the and that's still that MySpace good, it has better than Facebook is music. Mm-hmm. And you could have your music player on your page, and you could pick up to ten songs to play on your page, and you could it would pop out as a music player. So I would yeah. use it at work on my computer. Why don't they the only thing that was good about it? Go just so solid into music and be all about music. They, they kind of they kind of did focus. for a while because. They did that better than Facebook. Facebook doesn't really have. That's the that's a well, tactic I, you should take. Pick Your something strengths. and own it. You know. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. MySpace is not long for this world anyway, because uh, apparently, like three months ago, News Corp, you know, issued a statement to all of the MySpace employees that they had like six months to turn profitable, or it was going to be shut down. So. Five hundred of you will lose your this, jobs. This might be just signs of things to come. If, if what will Tom do? People are getting. Yeah. 500 people getting laid off, it's, it's very likely more on well, the way. Well, Tom has cashed in. I mean, he made yeah. millions off the yeah, deal. He's got lots of friends. Yeah, I job. <laughs> Tom, Tom. Smart guy. I wonder if he's got a Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet he does. All right, gentlemen, let's get paranoid. Okay. And maybe. <laughs> this weekend, it was revealed that the popular micro-blogging site Twitter... Received a court order from the U.S. Department of Justice to turn over information related to followers of the at WikiLeaks account. Son of a bitch. The order requires Twitter to provide information on specific users such as IP addresses, physical addresses, and banking information. So far, only a handful of users have been acknowledged as targets of the probe, including an Icelandic member of parliament and a Dutch programmer. Forbes is reporting that WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange and other supporters are targets of the DOJ order as well. Filed December 14th, the Department of Justice, the order was initially sealed by court, meaning that Twitter was prevented from informing the users in question that their information was being sought. However, a document dated January 5th allowed Twitter to make the information known to affected users, presumably the outcome of a request made by the microblogging provider. Emails dated January 7th from informed users that Twitter will respond to the 
a DOJ request within 10 days unless users indicate their intent to fight the order. While Twitter carefully stated that it's not offering legal advice to its users, it does provide the contact information for the ACLU and the Electronic Frontier Foundation as resources. Wow. Way to dodge the issue, Twitter. Barry, are you following it on Twitter? No, I'm actually surprisingly very unplugged. Uh, I follow it via proxy. I kind of keep in touch. I keep knowledgeable about what's happening, but I actually don't follow them. Um, Fuck them, for the record. But uh, why, Twitter? Won't you just stand up and make it? Well, because the federal government says you must do this. No, it's a request. It's a well-worded request, I'm sure. But it's a request. No, that's a court order. A court, a court order. No, it was a court order. Even said sealed like first. a warrant. Yeah. Yeah. Which means they have to comply, or yeah. they yeah. will be shut down. They and can fine. say fuck you and get a lawyer and sue. I'm sure the well, they, 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 very... they, they said they're waiting to hear how these people are going to react before they yeah. react. Yeah. People right. are going to say no. They don't want to do it. it. It's it's complete invasion of privacy. If that goes through, we've got serious problems. You think that was fun? Wait for the next problem. one. Oh, you're going to make me even more paranoid? Yep. In the coming months, the Obama administration is planning on passing a new proposal. The National Strategy for Trusted Identities in Cyberspace. Oh, this Uh shit. To the U.S. Commerce Department regarding a national cybersecurity measure that will aim to give each U.S. citizen their own unique Internet ID. But U.S. Commerce Secretary Gary Locke assures us we are not talking about a national ID card. That's exactly what it is. Locke explains, quote, We are not talking about a government-controlled system. What we're talking about is enhancing online security and privacy and reducing and perhaps even eliminating the need to memorize a dozen passwords, though creation and use of many more trusted digital identities. Other than the proposed idea and Locke's assurances, there aren't many details to the project other than the potential for a government-controlled system to emerge from the unique Internet ID project or a convenient way to access anything and everything on the Internet using one simple unique ID. So why don't they just uh, give us barcodes already and just be done with it? Seriously. <laughs> See, I told you it's going to cause the... Written into the palm <laughs> of yeah. your hand. Yeah. The number of the No beast. one will trust the government to do this. It's got to come... From like how you know how people have like Open ID mm-hmm. and the Facebook login thing, that it's got to come from that. Well, even so, you're talking about where we currently have. Yes, we have dozens of passwords, but we have dozens of passwords for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if reason. you have just one password and someone, and someone learns that one everything. ID, right? They have yeah, you're right. Yeah, they have access to everything. I have I have stuff. like the simple password for the crap that you don't really need password protected, and then I have like my really complicated ones for my. Bank accounts and my credit mm-hmm. cards and I, I even shudder at the fact that you can use your Google uh, account for everything. I yeah. kind of make different Google accounts for different things. Yeah. I hate that I have to tie them all together. Yeah. Obama administration, what are you doing? You know, yeah. I'm. Uh, <sighs> well, I mean, I can understand that they feel that there might need to be some form of way for them to help protect the American public, but it's not in. Man, like mandating this quit you know, being uh, my nanny yeah, yeah see no i'm i yeah i am paranoid so i, I just see this as a great uh, a great step for the government to find a way to compile everything because they get your your internet number and then they can track they, every they can single check thing up you on do. you yeah. if uh you know if mm. they yeah 
So yeah, even if this administration has good intentions, who's to say the next one will exactly like, right. follow the same or road to hell? Pay yeah. with and good and personally, you know, I'm not I'm not so I'm not so far to the left that I would think that this administration would have terribly good intentions in that regard. I think. Mm. I think they, like any other government entity, is going to want to monitor everyone's cyber activity. I, of course, felt that if I if I voted for uh, Bush, or yeah, not Bush, sorry, Cheney, that uh, <laughs> what the who's the other guy? <laughs> no, McCain. no, you were right the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I voted for McCain, that uh, we'd see a continuation of the policies under the Bush administration, but. I, I, I always had that fear that that if if I voted for the Democrat, whoever the Democratic candidate was, that we'd see more Lieberman esque bullshit come out of uh, hmm? come out of Washington, i.e. like the, the censorship that they're famous for right. and and this sort of thing with the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and here it is coming to pass. So I, I was very I was very happy that uh, Obama got in office, but stop shit. proving your mind right. The bad shit's happening. Well, it's going to happen regardless regardless of the candidate. Demi- I, I know. Espe- especially, I think even the ones who are sincere, once they get in there and they see, wow, this government thing is really hard. Math is hard. You know, government <laughs> is hard, and they're gonna. They're, you know, well, we do this national ID thing. We can keep track of all the cyber thing. Well, oh wow, that's cool. And you know, uh, it, it's like when he backtracked on transparency. Everybody dra- backtracks on transparency. Transparency is yeah. a great idea until you're working in government and you realize how much crap you have to keep from the public in order to get stuff done. Oh yeah. yeah. As, soon as, you, as soon as you get in office, they show you a film yeah. in a back room <laughs> and they say, okay, look, here's what, you, here's why it should happen. Exactly. And they're like, oh, oh yeah, close okay, the book. Okay, sorry. And then you get essentially threatened by all the people that, that, that are supposed to be working for you. And they're like, okay, well you could do that, but this would happen. Yeah. And then they show you the Kennedy assassination from, <laughs> from five, another different, angle. five different <laughs> right. angles. Yeah. No, that's not what I meant, but I mean. <laughs> that's right. The comedian on the grassy knoll. <laughs> uh, you know, funny. this next one, I, I was almost put it into news you don't give a shit about, but it's so audacious that I had to say, okay, this is geek news. Razor. This is oh. the group that makes the... Uh, the really nice gaming mice. Yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has they have made a motion controller for Portal Two, and only Portal Two. What? It's called Razor Hydra, and it will be bundled with a version of Portal Two that has a few extra levels and mechanics that are only playable with the Hydra. The specific mechanics offered by the Hydra are the ability to stretch and rotate special aperture science boxes, and the mainstay of any motion control scheme that actually has controllers throwing things. The integration that these controllers offer is impressive, and Razer promises to keep the price tag under $100. Still, it's a lot of money for what amounts to some DLC and a couple of controllers that will gather dust until a company decides to make another game with them in mind. Wow. This is not anything new. Do you remember going to the Classic Game Expo and seeing that game that had the two joysticks and the three monitors and all the freaking buttons? Is that that mech game for the Xbox? That mech game, yeah. Have you seen another game for that? <clears throat> nah, that was that was a that was a prime example of a controller made for a game. <laughs> Fine game. Darren but, has one of those right. somewhere, and it is goddamn impressive. Yeah. I have to admit. So, but yeah, so if you're a Portal Two fan and you want the ultimate experience, Razer's got it. Yeah. Hmm. 
And if gotcha. you think Portal 2 is awesome but don't want to shell out 100 bucks, I'm sure the game will still be awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there will be a bunch of those on eBay. All right, get Wait ready. Six months. Get ready to cheer. David E. Kelly's announced Wonder Woman television show has been shopped around to networks and nobody is buying. <laughs> According to Deadline, wow. Kelly's pilot script was reportedly taken out to the broadcast ch- networks on Wednesday night. Fox and ABC passed, while WBTV's sister network, the CW, could not afford it. This left CBS and NBC in play, and uh, the CBS team was split while the uh, oh. situ- situation at NBC, where new programming chief uh, Bob Greenblatt is yet to take the reins, that made it impossible to get that type of license fee the studio was seeking. So... Uh, Kelly's pretty much scrapping it at this point. So once again, oh. Wonder Woman is not going to happen. Because of a license wow. fee. Yeah, well, license fee. And let's face it, ABC isn't going to do it anyway because, hello, Disney. Yeah. They own Marvel. Yeah, they own Marvel. Yeah, so that's just yeah. not going to happen. I like that CW couldn't afford it. We really yeah, want it. <laughs> CW. The price tag's real high. <laughs> well, but see, they don't but need you... all the ratings. They don't need the, the, as high ratings for their shows to stay on the air. So yeah. to be honest, if it was going to be something decent that we would like to see. It would be nice if they did it because it would more likely stay on the air if it was good. I'm disappointed Fox didn't take it and then cancel after 10 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> 10 mismatched episodes. Yes. Ending with the pilot. And I want to yeah. be able to buy a bootleg DVD of it from that guy at Comic-Con. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, know, you, you, you give her the old costume and make her a wrestler and you're all set for sci-fi. Oh, yeah. You're good to go. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Linda, what's and, her name? Oh, and have her chase ghosts. <laughs> Who played the original Wonder Woman? Linda Carter. Linda Carter. Linda Carter. Have her cameo. Oh, that that should have been a done deal. That should have been in the she contract itself. Oh, yeah. In fact, she hand delivers the contract to each one of these studios just to make sure it happens. TV Line. Reporting that J.J. Abrams has upped the ante with Fringe. <laughs> By producing an entire album by faux-70s rock icon's Violet Sedan Chair, having it pressed to vinyl, and secreting it into indie record shops across America. Even more teasing is the fact the albums have allegedly been sitting there for months. The album, called Seven Sons, is more than just a fun tie-in. Each individual pressing is said to contain unique hints, puzzles, and spoilers for new developments on the show. Wow. It may even include a cameo by Back to the Future co-star Christopher Lloyd, who will be portraying Violet Sedan's a chair's keyboard player, Roscoe Joyce, a Walter's musical idol in an upcoming episode. Now, this rabbit hole seems to go fairly deep, and with a passing mention made by Wired in April 2009, and dozens of forum posts trying to decode the mysterious track names, at this stage, hardly seems to be any consensus as to what it all means. But fringe fans seem to have taken up the cause with gusto and hopefully end up shopping at their local record stores. I love nice. alternate reality game shit. Like it is that. so good. That, I, that I kind of want to go to Zia now. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So, I like fringe. So They've been doing a really nation. good job with that show. Yeah. Oh, uh, bless him for creating whoever created this. Whether it was J.J. Abrams or one of the people that works for him. Wow, fun, mm-hmm. fun yeah. for that. Yeah, it's fun stuff. Interactive television. Get involved. That's right. Live the show. Uh, Speaking of living the show, the government of Saudi Arabia has reportedly detained a griffin vulture. A who? A vulture. Okay. Tagged by an Israeli university with a GPS device on accusations that was part of a Zionist plot to spy on the country. Oh, my God. These are the people we're allies with? The BBC reports 
Israeli officials told Ma'ariv they were stunned by the allegations and concerned that the bird could meet a horrible punishment in the notoriety severe Saudi justice system. <laughs> Quote, the device, left wing. the device does nothing more than receive and store basic data about the bird's whereabouts and his altitude and his speed. The bird specialist at Israeli's Park and Nature Authority told the newspaper. So, yeah, it is a tagged bird spying Zionist wow. plot. Oh, my God. <laughs> vulture griffin. Yeah, vulture. That's why, because it was a griffin vulture. It was I mean, just a have, like, regular a vulture. Body of a leopard or a I, hyena, I, maybe? I don't know. Oh, that'd be awesome. But, t- but it's a. Uh, it look like Peter or Stewie? What the deuce? A man wearing a well-made superhero costume has been stalking the streets of Seattle looking for crime to fight. He's not the first. No, he calls himself Phoenix Jones and apparently he has apparently prevented a crime. In his most recent success, Jones prevented a carjacking, literally coming out of the shadows and scaring the near criminal off before he could commit the crime. Phoenix Jones is part of an eight-member vigilante group called the Rain City Superhero Movement, who all dress in costume in hopes of helping their community and standing up for citizens in trouble. According to Jones, all members have military or mixed martial arts backgrounds. His weapon of choice is a taser attached to a nightstick. Um, Police aren't thrilled with the Rain City Superhero Movement, which is associated with the real-life superhero community, a nationwide movement. And say that vigilanteism has led to suspects being released when superheroes decline to identify themselves to say nothing of their brushes with physical peril. They've been shot at and stabbed on more than one occasion. The real-life superhero community isn't completely deluded. They do not claim to have superpowers, nor do they try to kill bad guys. In fact, they're really just trying to lend a hand while living up to... uh, uh, what Dave Lazowski was doing in Kick-Ass, standing up and doing something, as opposed to just ignoring people who help. They give anonymous tips to police, help the homeless, and give blood. <laughs> give blood. Hey, heroes all. Mm-hmm. Oh, we ascribe the word heroes to way oh, too many fucktards. Well, what's uh, interesting is this is what I had written earlier down for my notes tonight while uh, Jeff and I were eating crab I checked the ABC News ticker and in the top stories of ABC News was this guy Phoenix uh, got his nose broken (laughs) uh, trying to break up a fight when one guy pulled a gun and the other guy beat the crap out of him wow so yeah sounds like the guy who got the gun pulled on him didn't need any help yeah Yeah. so consider Batman has no powers right he just used his brains and his fists. Well, and his millions of dollars to buy him really cool gadgetry that helps him do things. Basically. Yeah, see, he has millions of dollars for cool gadgets, and he really has brains, and he's really, really <laughs> freaking He's the world's the greatest detective. Peak physical condition. Is Phoenix Jones really smart, really rich, or in peak physical condition? Yeah, you just if wait till one of those guys runs around the street with his little boy wonder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been ignoring that. <laughs> I've been reading up on my Batman. Batman Incorporated is now out, and... People are going to be scrounging to be the next superhero so that Batman will come along and give them the, That's right. the Batmobile. Batman Incorporated. He if gives out cars. If he, he'll give you a car and a suit of armor or something yeah. like that. Right? Wow. Batman lottery. You just got to prove yourself. I'd rather the, get the, the, the iPad from Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. Is there a superhero <laughs> group here in Vegas? Not that I'm aware of. Is there oh, a super, is there a super villain group? <laughs> 
Even better. <laughs> yeah, what happens when Causing the supervillain group comes to Meanwhile at the Hall of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> and wasn't there one called the Mafia? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what, yeah, what is it that guns makes... and everything. Yeah, I know, but what yeah, is but it that makes Dick villains Tracy. go from villains to supervillains? What's that cliff that they fall off to become crazy, awesome supervillains? Money and madness. Yes. When they go, motherfucker, and... you broke my nose, and they pull the gun out of your hand and shoot you. <laughs> yeah, there is that. <laughs> to be a supervillain, you have to not need the money, and that, that most... <laughs> Most criminals won in the first place. <laughs> need to dress like clowns oh or something. Well, that is... Villains, if you, you want to be a good name serious, a dress like clowns. That's scary profound. I don't know. <laughs> if you need the money, you're a hero. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Don't get me wrong. I love the superhero movement. I think it's great. God bless them. I hope nobody gets severely hurt. Yeah. I mean, these guys are just... Yeah. They're, they're essentially walking targets. And, it, it, you know, they kind of... Uh, you know, save your I, money. I mean, didn't you watch Kick Ass? The kid gets his ass kicked. Read the comic. Get some yeah. body Oh, armor. the comic it's even better. Yeah. It's in the name of the. It's in the title yes. of the piece. Yeah, I mean, and read the comic because it does not end like the movie ends. Oh no! No 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 no. <laughs> uh, oh, and uh, speaking earlier of the lottery, two tickets matched all six numbers. In the Mega Millions drawing. And we heard this from California. Making yeah. the owners of both tickets eligible to split a three hundred and fifty five yes. million jackpot. And none of them lived in California. But lost fans may rejoice in the fact that if you played Hurley's numbers, four, eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty three, and forty two in the Mega Million sweepstakes, you are eligible for a small prize as well. More than twenty five thousand people who correctly picked three of the regular numbers plus the Mega Ball number for the Losties, 4, 8, 15, and 42, you're eligible for a $150 prize if you play Lost. Take the money. Don't do it. It's bad luck. Don't do it. But that's more than you pay for the You don't win as much as Hurley did, but you also don't get saddled with the shit. No, maybe maybe it's not as bad. The the night uh, of that lottery drawing, uh, we were crossing from California to Nevada. Oh, my God. And we we said to ourselves, uh, do we want to stop and get some lottery tickets? Well, I almost got I almost got them. We were in Baker, and I should I I should have. But we were as we were driving by State Line in Prim. You know how there's that one little you know that, yeah that one that station sells that the lottery sells. tickets yeah, way yeah. over State Line. Yeah. The line wrapped. Oh my god, <laughs> around yeah. that building at least twice. Of course it was it ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. But I you know what? I would not have played those numbers honestly. No, it, well, those yeah. are not the numbers that I can see myself picking. So. I won money. I saved money by yeah, not really. playing a lot. Statistically, quick picks. Yeah, you just let the, the computer quick generate picks it. Win more than people's. Yeah. Children. And playing Hurley's numbers, so many people play it. You know, like thirty, forty thousand people splitting three hundred million. Yeah. yeah. It'd still be a chunk of change, but it ain't no three hundred million. And you're right yeah. about the states. The two winners, what one from Idaho, the other one from Washington State. Yeah, none of them from California. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Callie. Giving you money away elsewhere. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, Andy Serkis, Ian McKellen, and Elijah Wood have all agreed to return for the massive Lord of the Rings reunion known as The Hobbit. And now Christopher Lee has announced that he might join if he's up to it. According to his reps, Mm. Sir Christopher Lee has been in talks to reprise the role as the wizard Saruman. And it now looks certain, providing that he is in good health, that he'll be appearing in the movie. Oh, he's not feeling well? I thought they already started filming. Well, man's 88. So? So... (laughs) 
He's 88 years old. Eat some baby spines oh. and get out and Listen, work. Barry, you have such a bright future as a studio exec. What are you doing here in Vegas? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> he can breathe. Get him on the set. Just because he played a vampire Does doesn't make him immortal. Get him cleaned up and get him on the set. Prop him up. <laughs> Move his mouth. I don't right. care. Use a C-stand if you have to make him stand up. I don't care. Yeah. Get a scan of him quick before he dies and make a CG character. He's a wizard. He uses magic. What's the problem? Yeah. Use electric shocks to move his mouth and dub it. He doesn't it. have to stand up in this scene. We'll just put him in the chair, prop him up. Somebody get one of those little servo motors and it'll move his mouth. We'll be fine. Uh, it'll be a cold day in hell before an actor tells Harry Flugum what to do. <laughs> <laughs> name the movie. Uh, Free Amigos. Free Amigos. Thank you. He got it first. He did. The surprise. I win. I love that movie. <laughs> 80s gets a movie reference. What a <laughs> Face palm, thy name is Barry. <laughs> Going on to uh, industry numbers in the video game world, analyst uh, Peter Pack, uh, sorry, Michael Pachter. <laughs> Peter Pachter, I really want to call him Peter Pachter. That's a great name. Peter Pecker? But no, he's a Michael Pachter. <laughs> I hardly even knew her. I don't know if I can at this point. This story oh, is so much not going to be as good as this. Because it's all numbers now and all oh, just bad. Guess part, Paul. Paul lose it right there. Peter Anyway, Michael Factor has estimated that during uh, during the holiday season, Microsoft sold over 2.5 million Xbox 360 consoles in the previous month, while Sony allegedly only managed to move 1.2 million PlayStation 3 units. Compared to the number of consoles sold in December, December 2009, this would imply a small year-on-year -year decrease in the number of PlayStations sold, but an increase of more than 90% in the number of Xbox 360s sold. That's because yeah. Xbox Live is way better than Is that the reason? Is that the reason? I think <laughs> so. Not free. And, man and Nintendo managed to outsell both Sony and Microsoft by With moving more than 2.6 million Nintendo Wiis but this is an overall decrease of more than 30% compared to the results of December 2009. Eh, it's Where are they like selling it. all these Wii's? Toys R Us. It's, it's no, family. I go to the stores and I see people lined up with Xboxes and PS3s. I have not seen anybody yeah. at the stores this holiday season purchase a Wii. I did see Never a Wii. Never mind the holiday season. I've never ever seen anybody in the Wii section of no. any electronics. But I, mean, I really, the Walmart. I mean, I really yeah. think it's probably more in the Midwest. It, that that system is is does very well with people who really don't have experience with video games and gaming systems in general. So you have parents who have smaller children who buy the that gaming system because they can use it. Like my my friend has a four year old daughter and they have a Wii now and it's the only gaming system they have in their whole house because their four year old can play it. And it's just more well rounded for those people who aren't really into games games. Whereas the Xbox and the PlayStation are more for gamers. Yeah, no offense, fans from the Midwest, but I mean, just face it, that's that's what it's like out there, you know. I, for most I of guess. you, not I all mean, of you, obviously. We we're, we're clearly catering to the to the minority. Well, even when I was back in Wichita, like two weeks before Christmas, there were almost no 360s or PS3s on the shelf, but there were like six Wii's in the in the case. Uh, the week of Christmas, back out here. 
I'm talking like days before Christmas, there were no Xboxes and no 360s on any of the shelves. And there were at least three Nintendo Wiis sitting behind the little glass in the Wii zone Weird. of the Walmart that I went to. In fact, act two, two different Walmarts, because I went to two in the same day because they were sold out of the coffee I was looking for. Coffee and weed go together, yeah. man. I guess so. But yeah. I wee after coffee. That's what I hear. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the caffeine. Yeah, Leave me I'm... alone, Todd. I hate you. That's <laughs> a diuretic. Is that about masturbation? Thank you for explaining yeah. that, Jeff. Yes. That's what I'm here for. Well, and the fact that I intend to drink like four or five cups before they've even brought my breakfast. Cups because... of wee? Oh, <laughs> God. Coffee. Wow. Wee coffee. My God, Deb, you've stumbled across something. You sit there with your wee and you're drinking the coffee. No caffeine. Your heart's fine, but you're awake after you're done. I don't know what the done. point of this game is. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe something cool will happen. <laughs> In an interview with Ten Ton Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That's it. <laughs> I think that was a hit in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> he got hit in the 70s with the Ten Ton Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Turbine director of communications Adam Mursky has stated that ever since the Lord of the Rings Online went free to play in September 2010, the revenue produced by the game has increased more than threefold. Nice. In October, Turbine already indicated that revenues had doubled within a single month after adopting a free-to-play model in the United States. It is currently unclear if most recent statement by Mursky exclusively concerns North American market or if it also includes increased revenue from the European service, where the game didn't go free-to-play until November. Aside from the increased revenue... The new players are also bringing in the uh, executive producer Kate Piaz. Also indicated that the increased number of players has made has made the world feel more alive and vibrant than before. And she also added she believes the business model adopted for the Lord of the Rings Online to be part of a greater industry shift, where consumers are offered a choice whether or not they wish to engage in premium transactions. A third expansion for the game, which has been active in service since April 2007, is re- scheduled for release for later this year. Well, we all knew it was going to happen. Microtransactions. They've been talking about it for a while. Yeah. I'm glad Lord of the Rings adopted it. Well, yeah, but I'm glad it's working. Yeah, I didn't yeah. expect it to blow up this far. Yeah. Who, well, part of it, I think, it? is people, they look at it, they don't realize they're spending that much money because they're only paying no, for well, it one yeah. time. And they're only spending a little bit here, a little bit there. Little do, they, do they know they're probably right. spending way more than if they had a monthly subscription fee. And the last time they brought this up, which was when they doubled what they were at, they were talking about how many subscription increases there were right that you know got people to actually buy the monthly version of the like 14 a month or whatever well because it also does allow you to have a better you get to feel the game out before you exactly and i think that's a big part of it too is like you get caught in it is like you know what i want this experience (laughs) in the game to be better and i can by buying this Mm -hmm. see don't you wish you'd been able to do that with star trek online instead of paying for the Lifetime membership. Listen, we are not to discuss this <laughs> anymore. No, let's bring it up. So uh-huh. we're here. Let's set up camp. Star now, Trek Online was supposed to actually do, and they do do microtransactions. Um, but no matter how many microtransactions you buy on Star Trek Online, unfortunately, you can't overcome the fact that the game inherently sucks. I'm not even making it funny. I'm serious. It's no. it, it just sucks. Um, that's pretty much it. But to Star be Trek f- sucks. But to, but to be fair, <laughs> I haven't revisited it in a year. Oh, yeah. Nice. So, oh, it's been a year. Yeah. So at this oh, wow. point, 
I, I think it's worth going back and seeing what changes have made because apparently a lot of huge changes have been made in that game. Well, you know what? You, you needed it. Give it. Please give it a shot. I'm gonna. Just, just log in. I'm or gonna something. find out. Dude, well, it's been a year. Kind of well, I'm gonna you. have to log in for that huge patch anyway. So you may yeah. find that your ship is just jammed full of tribbles. I think. <laughs> I think that is what you get when you buy the lifetime subscription. Yeah. yeah. And then go away tribbles. for a year. And, and they sh start showing up in your mailbox. Yeah. Or there'll be no tribble at all. Ah. <laughs> uh. And finally, Microsoft has announced that Torchlight, the old-school dungeon crawler that was released by Runic Games in 2009, will be coming to Xbox Live Marketplace sometime next month. Ooh. The game will be released during Xbox Live Arcade House Party, during which multiple new releases will be promoted and several other games will be available at discounted prices. This event kicks off on February 16th and will last four weeks. The HD remake of the Ubisoft classic Beyond Good and Evil will also be released during this event, and specific release dates have not been confirmed for either of these games. But uh, last year, Runic Games CEO Max Schaefer indicated that the game was being transitioned to the PlayStation 3 as well as the Xbox 360. He has now confirmed the game will, not, will only be released on the Xbox 360. Many of the mechanics have been overhauled to better suit the analog control system of the of the uh, Xbox, and many animations have been altered to reflect the new control scheme. The overall UI has been improved, and changes have been implemented into implemented into the inventory to simplify item management. Uh, Schaefer also indicated that the control scheme has been adapted from one that will be used in Torchlight 2. Torchlight 2 is in currently production for PC, PlayStation 3, and Xbox 360. Concurrently. All together. Implemented into the inventory. Say that three times fast. I don't want to say any of that anymore because my... That I'm was a tripping. really tongue twister oh, written so sentence tripping. there. I feel bad for you there. So no more. I'm tired of it. Not even say anything because it's time for the big list. That's all I got. Big list. Big, big list. list. Yeah, we're not even going to touch the whole Verizon yeah. iPhone thing. That's covered to death. Big That's list true. Is That's better. up there. So, yeah, this list is better, actually. I like this list. Okay. It's a topless robot list. He, that guy does. Oh, topless like robot. Those list. guys are fantastic. Oh, Always good. So if you want to know more, almost everything's better topless. Not everything, but almost. <laughs> this is Sevi. Sevi. Apparently, my tongue broke on that last one. All, it's all done. He's a cousin of Peter Pettigrew. I hardly even know her. <laughs> Seven nerdy franchises that should be board games. Oh, Ooh. Interesting. And describes how they should be games. Anybody oh, want to make they a guess? Games. Like, like specific type? What's yes, very specific. These are very guess. specific. Okay. Ridiculously specific. I'm game? Very <laughs> funny. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> and not even topless. And number seven, Futurama Delivery Madness. <laughs> what? All right. The, the, tell me if this sounds like a good game to you. All right. Good news, everyone! Planet Express has deliveries to make. In fact, every player's ship has five deliveries to various planets before they can declare themselves the winner. Choose which Planet Express employee you'd like to be, and you're off. The four-way electronic dispatcher, using the voices of Fry, Leela, Bender, and Dr. Zoidberg, sends you and three of your friends out on your missions and tells you what your moves are. The moves are generated randomly, so Fry might tell you to go ahead five spaces, one minute, and then back to start the next, or just give you a free pass to slack off and skip one of the missions entirely. When you've made your delivery, you get your next mission, and hope your friends haven't made theirs. Yes, friends. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> weak. Dr. Zoidberg. I think they're going for a more Milton Bradley style than a fancy flight thing. Okay. 
Sorry, I'm a, I'm a board game. So. I don't know. Yes, that's true. Sounds, that's yeah, really. Fun to me. <laughs> if it doesn't have a million pieces, it's not a board <laughs> game. Twenty-seven page of rules. I could Blah. play this in an hour. It doesn't doesn't even compare. <laughs> Five page rules. <laughs> Please. They put the rules in the box. They <laughs> print it right on the board. Oh. You don't need a YouTube video to figure out how to play the game. <laughs> Bullshit. Bullshit. You have to go online and download a 500-page PDF. Boo. <laughs> Yeah, this definitely follows the Milton Bradley, because number six is Lord of the Rings Guess Who. What? Okay. <laughs> what, what? What? It's just like Guess Who. Except I don't know Guess Who. It's, 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 I don't know what I've ever heard. I've seen the box art, but I, that's all I've I know. I've seen the old box. board game. Yeah. It's like from when I was small. My, so. my, if I was a hazard, uh, what the game is about is you have to guess who. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you for that clarification. So it's like Guess Who, if you know how the game works, Guess except... Who. You've got you've got a list of characters. Okay. You you get to be one of them, and 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 you ask the person, "Oh, is your person bald?" Yes. So you yeah, knock okay. down all the guys with hair. And okay. You got, yeah. You're trying to guess who, guess who? Is. Yes. That okay. I have played it a long time ago. <clears throat> all right. A long time Think back ago. to your like infantile times. Oh yes. my god. Crawling yes. around. I can't remember what I had for breakfast. <laughs> right, so it's that. It's that. Except with the full okay. cast of Lord of the Rings. Okay. The board is the size of three pizza boxes taped together. It includes every single wood elf, human, orc, ant, hobbit, and dwarf mentioned in oh the three God. Lord of the Rings movies. Oh. It's a cast of hundreds. And limiting it to a light-haired elf who fought at the Battle of the Pelennor Fields still means that you have a good hour left to play. Wow. <laughs> That's fancy that. flight. I yeah. play that. <laughs> I kind of like this. It's a real pursuit. Wow. All right. Number five is Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, the game. Ooh, that just is going to be fun all by itself. Yeah. Using a standard board, uh, game board with multiple spaces for tokens to move on, your goal is to move through Las Vegas and back to Los Angeles first. Picking up cards tells you how many spaces to move, but with like with all board games, there's a catch. First off, before anyone moves, the players decide on what the cards mean. This is backcountry can mean drive ahead two spaces, or it might mean... Move back one. Just tell me about the fucking golf shoes could mean that you advance a space or lose a turn. These rules are decided at the beginning of the game. But as the cards are pulled, some of them say things like either binge or is now, is this not a legitimate place to park? And the values of those cards are switched. Now you have to keep track of both your arbitrary card values and your new values that they've become. <clears throat> oh, this is Some, a fantasy flight game, I see. Sometimes they switch back, sometimes they change again. It's all one big mind fuck until you get to Los Angeles. Does it come complete with acid and shrooms in the box? <laughs> I and think a it, bottle of ether. I, yes, and a bottle of ether. <clears throat> I think you have to lick the backcountry card oh, before God. I get it. <laughs> Number f- that sounds like a game I would not want to play at all. No. <laughs> I'd be like, what? Yeah, let's see you win at that one, Torgo. Ha, ha, ha. He'd win. We would all suffer through it. We would all suffer through it just to make sure you didn't win. <laughs> I don't know where the ire comes from. I really don't. Cylon. Do. Yeah, look in the mirror, you stabbing Freaking skin job. <laughs> Number four, Rocky Four. What? A game for two players with one deck of cards. It's a variation of the game war. Each of the 70 cards is identical. It's an extended arm with a boxing glove at the end. Do you actually get to hit each other? Uh, no. Oh. No. No, you That's d- no fun. Uh, but you don't know which way it's facing, though. So when you flip them over, they could be pointing <laughs> at your opponent. A hit 
or back at you. I hit in your face. You and your opponent flips cards as fast as you can. When the turn's up, you count how many cards hit you, how many cards hit your opponent, and the most hits wins. But there's a special Rocky Four twist. There are five training cards mixed in the deck. And if you put down one of them, your opponent has to give you five of their cards. That's more opportunities to punch him out for America. That's war. <laughs> I said it was war. Yes. It's a but variation on the game war. Weren't you listening just now? <laughs> he was thinking of the previous game. That doesn't make me happy at all. I was so hoping for like, I a training watch you montage, and play a that real game, one. Barry. And I want to see like, <laughs> Drago, oh, I will break ass. you. You know, come on. <laughs> You're looking for Rocky <laughs> for the role-playing game. I can game. see Barry getting <laughs> exactly. real. da 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 Oh, Rocky RPG. There's only by like West End games. <laughs> There's only three stats: strength, stamina, and wit. <laughs> wit. Wit. Have you seen the Rocky movie? Exactly. The lower your wit score, the better you do. Uh, oh yeah. And number three, Spider-Man. Turn off the dark 3D adventure. Are you kidding? Yes. Wow. That's a dangerous game. Now, 3D games used to be all the rage with you know complex spires rising out of cardboard street scenes. Don't even talk to me about Mousetrap. I hate that game. No, no, I'm, I'm talking you know the cardboard ones that were built up. This this was big late '80s, early '90s. Yeah. Oh, I like. The, I know what you're talking about. I like those. Yeah. Uh, what? Well, what else has dangerous heights and impending doom? The Spider-Man musical. So you start out with five Spider-Man cutouts that attach high above the cardboard 3D set. Each turn, you draw a card that either moves your character forward or backwards. Doing this, of course, shakes the 3D tower and might cause your piece or your opponent's pieces to fall into the audience below. <laughs> your piece falls, you lose one of your Spider-Man, and you need to start from the beginning. Don't worry, there are a couple of Julie Taymor bails you out cards. Wow. <laughs> where you can put your token back, it was, before it fell, and act like nothing bad ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> wow, I haven't seen Jeff enjoy a big list like this. <laughs> uh, Turn off the dark. It's oh, almost wait. one of those jokes that's just too soon, but I still love it. <laughs> <laughs> it. We've been bashing Turn Off the Dark for the last no, year, man. man. This, this is, like, is the poor kid falling into the pit. Yeah, the specificity of the, <laughs> the different things that it is. <laughs> And the things that have happened already. I can't believe none of us have actually seen the damn thing yet. Number, number two. 2001 is Space Monopoly. Oh, God. Uh, that's going to be the longest game ever. Humanity takes its first evolutionary steps when the mysterious monolith introduces the idea of real estate. Players choose from a bone, a space plane, an EVA pod, and Arthur C. Clarke. The first side of the board is prehistoric ape history. The second is the moon. The third is the orbit of Jupiter. And the final side is the space baby. Players buy locations, then wheel and deal and try to evolve their riches by erecting monoliths. But be careful. Don't you land on HAL 9000 because you'll go to jail and HAL has cut off the oxygen supply. My God, it's full of stars. My God, it's full of crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's crap. That's a crap idea. And number one, uh, Rock'em Sock'em Highlander. <laughs> <laughs> there can be only one. Two men enter 
one man leaves with the other's head. <laughs> there can be only one. Take the two robots from the classic punching, then resetting action game, and put some neck-level swords in their hands. <laughs> Swing around a Scotland-themed <laughs> ring, taking swipes at your opponent's soft throat area. Nice. When your blade hits the pressure point, your opponent's head pops off. Nice. You can reset, of course, but to be more movie accurate, you should go off and brood for a while. <laughs> Who would the two robots be? I want the freaking lightning to happen, too, when you slice off <laughs> your head. <laughs> well, you could have a shock. Uh, uh, Connor, uh, in, not in, Duncan. In, in the controls. Yeah. And <laughs> Connor. Connor McCloud. And uh, whoever the hell, what the uh, Sean Connor Duncan. Played. Oh, Duncan McLeod, Connor McLeod, Michael Ironside. No, you got to have the, the the big baddie from the first one. What's the the oh, whole Clancy God. Brown? Uh, Clancy Brown's the yeah. Kurgan. Um, that Kurgan. Thank you. Yeah. It has to be the Kurgan and Connor. It can't be anything else because anything else is admitting you've seen the rest of those movies, <laughs> or Spaniard. even worse, the TV show. So, I, I watched all of them. What? <laughs> and the TV You're show. Supposed my to mom admit loved that. the TV I show. I loved the TV oh, show. Oh my lord, she loved that TV show. The best show. is when they did but a see, okay. and the whole. Whole house lifted up. But you have and to realize set back down. That yeah, somehow all the plumbing and the lights work. We have to realize that I am younger than all of you guys, so I kind of started with the TV shows and then went back and watched the movies. Oh, the movies kind of predated what I was allowed to watch then because I had strict parents and I was only. They weren't that strict. They let you watch Islander. Yeah, well, it wasn't they knew on, it was good wasn't for you. They just stopped you. But no, I loved the TV show. Did you? Yeah. Wow. But I didn't know any better. I hadn't seen the originals. That's true. We all had TV shows we shouldn't have watched. Yeah. We liked. We all, most of the everyone, 80s, none of us yeah. knew better. <laughs> yeah, ne- don't revisit your past, people. Degrassi Junior High. No, that shit still stands. <laughs> Degrassi That shit stands on some merits. <laughs> or Degrassi the Next Generation. Oh, duh. Degrassi. Fucking awesome. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand how you think... It's great. You're kidding me. That, that's that so is. much awesome. Kids. Are you, it's his are version you, of soap operas, what's dude. What's going on in that? It's, it's Canadian high school melodrama. Okay, that's not even interesting. No, yeah. no, it is. It's so interesting. It wasn't I, even interesting when I, I was I in high school. For a second, in the <laughs> middle of that sentence. Yeah? yeah. I told you about the day that I, I got up for the work. The zit remedy, dude. <sighs> on that <laughs> and he was sitting on the sofa eating ice cream and going I'm watching my stories <laughs> <laughs> wow you really are in touch with your feminine side mm. well I guess there's more than Jeff's estrogen in this room now. <laughs> 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 damn estrogen coming for me hey but you got any good ideas <clears throat> for a lost board game that should be made from geek culture Write to us, comments at uglycouchshow.com. And if I like your shit, and I'm talking me, because these guys, they don't like Degrassi. They have no taste. So if I like your shit. You know, Lost I, the board game. Uh, I, I still have a few uh, Mr. Dandy uh, necklaces to give out. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Dandy.com. Uh, Check them out. The guy does awesome, awesome art pieces. Yes. So And he also creates these uh, geek necklaces that are done in that uh, pixelated style, tip-top stuff. But if you have anything else to say, you can write to us at that comments or in the comments section of our website. And uh, for those joining us on iTunes, Zoom, thanks for all the reviews you give. It's very, very kind of you. And follow us on Facebook. Yeah, and watch the Ugly Couch Show because yeah, there's episodes coming again. You noticed that? I did. <laughs> I love it. Yep. <laughs> but and until next week, I am Master Torgo. I'm Doctor Vlog. Ladies, Jeff. Commander K. Just Michael the Just. And Deb. 
Talk hard! Uh, you are not Christian Slater. I am not Christian Slater. And you will not see them next week. No, no, I'm happy Harry Haran. Talk oh. hard! I will now play something really edgy and unheard of in the 80s. By Peter we miss you. Come back soon. You will be back. Yes. And now the replacements. Mm. 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 Mm.